talking about the things that make your home service business go. Marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight Club for Business podcast. Makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. Makes me that much wiser. Makes me wiser. Hey there, everybody. Good morning and welcome to Fight Club. Hi. Hello. Good morning, ladies. Welcome back to Fight Club. Super excited to be here with y'all this Tuesday morning. As everyone knows, or if you're new to Fight Club, we are a group of self-employed industry experts, and we cover four different areas of business. So we've got marketing, operations, employee management, and money. And what we do is we really like to have a casual conversation with y'all this morning to be able to help you find some way to fight for your business. We like to find one area that you want to move the needle forward in and then give you some homework later on to hold you accountable but also have awesome awesome discussions, excuse me, with our guests. And our guest today, we have Ashley Latimer. So we're super excited to have her on and talk all things family, business, entrepreneur, lifestyle. And what we'll do here quick, go around, do some introductions, and then we'll jump into the fun stuff. So my name is Taylor Maroney. I co-own a power washing company in South Florida with my husband. And I've also been in marketing for about six years. Super excited to say welcome to Fight Club and welcome, Ashley. Do you mind giving everyone a little brief rundown on you, your family, and your businesses? Um, <laughs> great. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I have my husband and I, Josh Latimer, um, we have five kids. Um, we, we've lived in two different countries. We've built and sold three companies. Um, we started with a window cleaning and pressure cleaning company. Um but my husband is known for his quick talk podcast, um, the automate grow sell, um, company AGS or the conquer program as it is now coined, um, <laughs> and, or send Jim. We've done a lot of crazy, awesome, fun things. Um, and we stayed married. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Um, so that's us. That's us. I'm, I call myself the hidden entrepreneur because I have been in behind the scenes and, um, wow, there is a, a child here somehow. Oh, hello yeah. child. <laughs> what, what is it? So I'm going to text my husband real quick as I, you all introduce yourselves. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Ashley, I'm so grateful to have you here. Um, my name's Michelle Myers, co-owner of Pink Collars. And so if you need help with your office, whether it's emails or texts or chats or that pesky phone, we can for sure help you. So welcome to Fight Club, Ashley, and your special guest star. Welcome. (laughs) And I'm Martha Woodward, and uh, I co-founded Quality Driven Software. I own a maid service in a neighboring state, and I'm all about helping people build happier workplaces. So welcome to Fight Club. And Michelle, you're so excited. I went out of, I know. Yeah, that's so exciting. No, it's perfect. Uh, My name is Megan Likes. I am the founder of Bookkeeping Academy Online. I educate and empower small business owners to know their numbers so that they can live more financially rewarding lives. And I do that through a couple different things. I have an online education platform called Bookkeeping Academy, where I literally teach business owners how to do their own bookkeeping in less than an hour a month. Or I have Likes Accounting Company, where you can outsource all those nasty bookkeeping tasks to me and my team, and we will take care of it for you. We'll crunch all the numbers and give you back the important data that you need to know. Um, and I co-own a window cleaning and gutter cleaning company with my husband in Northern California. 
and happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to Fight Club. And Ashley, I love uh, that that you just got photobombed by your daughter. That, that was perfect. Absolutely perfect. And you did it super so gracefully. <laughs> and I forgot to mention what we're working on right now. We're working on Honor and Fire. We just moved to Texas, the great state of Texas. Um, we still have our home in Michigan, but we're working on Honor and Fire, which is to help entrepreneur families. And so I didn't even get to say that because... <laughs> She just showed up and I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> hello. hello. I love it. I love it. And she was, you can tell she's an entrepreneur kid because she came in quiet and just was like, oh, yeah, you're doing something. I see you're mm-hmm. doing something here. Great. <laughs> right. that that stealth mode. She was she was in and then we saw the little head and she's like, I'm here. Just wait. I'm here to help. <laughs> oh, oh, awesome. Yeah. So I, I know I normally talk about marketing and I think all of us in the group can attest to the fact that you being an entrepreneurial wife and having that kind of secret entrepreneurial um, lifestyle, like you were referring to before, really being the backbone with your husband is something that a lot of businesses, I feel like in 2020 and with all the COVID stuff has transitioned to the more business owners I've talked to have said, oh, my wife jumped on board or you know, we've brought someone from the family in, or we've been bringing in people that normally don't come into the the culture. But for me, it was, it touches my heart because that's what I did with my husband. So I jumped in last year in June and it was a whirlwind for me figuring that out. Um, as far as handling being an entrepreneurial wife, um, what I want to talk about though, is like this, you do have a lot of family systems, which I know Michelle's going to talk about, but really the the marketing piece is tough because it's you're you're still marketing your family in a sense. You guys are building a brand and marketing your family in a way that's so unique. I mean, I love that you guys have you know your um, what's the word? It's kind of like your um, <clears throat> like not an all modern, but almost like a a code you guys live by. That's your your phrase that you guys work with as a family. So I wanted to let you kind of take a little bit of talking about the branding of your home and your family lifestyle, because I think that can help a lot of people who are jumping into this, keeping that family and business still separate entities, but still together at the same time. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. This, <laughs> I was going to say this is my favorite, but I think everything is my favorite. I just love fun and all the things, but branding and marketing. What happened is, is when we first started our business, it was a mess. It was a little hot mess. And um, my husband started implementing systems and creating a culture um, around his business and it started to work. And so he was like, you know, if this is working in business, why don't we do this with our family? And so we started to create a really interesting family culture. And we didn't really realize how big other people would latch onto it. But we have something called the birthright, like the Latimer birthright. One day my husband came home and was like, you know, we need to know who we are, what we stand for, who we stand against. And so we have the family birthright of the Latimers do hard things, even when it's hard, even when it's dark, we, and then we put that all around our house. We basically are marketing to our kids, what it means to be an, an Latimer. And so we have the birthright. We have proprietary language. Um, we um, say do hard things and it's not Mount Everest. And we have these like reset words and proprietary language that as a Latimer, we say, I, I wish I would have asked Judah because she's three years old. And if I would have said, 
hey, Judah, what do Latimers do? She would have told you we do hard things because as an entrepreneur family, we do hard things all the time. Um, We also have core values. I mean, anything that you would put in your business, we have as a family. We have our own family logo. It's actually behind our dining room table in this huge canvas because we want our kids to know who they are and what they stand for. I love it. And it's not, and from, I've heard you speak before on it and I know um, it's not even just your family that knows that Latimer's do hard things. I mean, I've heard you talk about, you know, your children going to school and their friends knowing that they are as a Latimer, they're someone who does hard things and they're not afraid to do any task at hand. And I think that's, again, an amazing marketing tactic and can really help a lot of families who are entrepreneurs be able to build that same, you know, system within their home life that they do at, um, at their business. So as far, what would you say is kind of was a starting piece to building that brand as a family? Hmm. That's a great question. My husband is always this guy who is always thinking, he's always thinking about how to make something better, more epic. And it was probably when he was about my son was about three years old. He started something called Maverick Monday. And that is, you know, during an entrepreneur life, especially with the pressure and window cleaning company, it was like hustle and grind in the summer. When your kid has summers off, we didn't. Like it was always go, 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 go. And then there would be nothing because we were in Michigan (laughs) and it would be, but he found that he was making a VIP day. And he made a VIP day for Maverick. And he noticed how even an hour of Maverick's time, like just spending one-on-one time with Maverick, it created a great result. And so that's where he started to see what I do has a great impact. So that's when he started actually implementing systems was probably Maverick Monday, I would like to say is the first one. And then we have Tucker Tuesday, Sawyer Sunday, Finley Friday, and Judah May Thursday. Um, But that actual system, when that was the first system that I think was like, oh, we have something here. And so then he just built upon that. So So. it was really that quality time. What? Is it Wife Wednesday? No, it's date night Saturday, her day Saturday. Ooh, I love it. I, like <laughs> I, like I was going to say, mom needs some time too. I, I, kids, absolutely, oh. but mom needs time too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Trust me. He he likes that one the best. That one's his favorite. I, I, I don't know if it's his favorite, but I'm going to claim that it's his favorite. But yeah, it's marketing in your family is just, it 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 made me, it made miracles happen. To be honest, I, I can assume because we know Maverick. Maverick's fantastic. We get to work with him personally. And I would assume by marketing this entrepreneur family lifestyle to your kids, it almost allowed that to really breed inside of them as well to want to be able to be self sufficient for themselves, to be able to run their own businesses in the future. I mean, I know Maverick's still in um, high school, I believe, if I remember correctly. But, um, that's amazing to see that already transitioning from you and Josh into your son at such a young age. Yeah. You know, when you become an, like there was no textbook of how to become an entrepreneur family. Um, And I was a little nervous because we live a very radically different lifestyle than most of his friends, to be honest. And so 
you're kind of always nervous. I think you're just nervous as a parent, no matter if you're an entrepreneur or not. Like, am I doing this right? Am I going to mess up this human or am I going to make a really great human? Like, that's the thing as mothers, we're just always like calculating and recalculating. Like, heck, am I doing this right? Um, But that was one of the things that we were worried about. And as you can see, as we added all this marketing and branding and stuff, we did. Now, if our kids don't want to be entrepreneurs, that's totally fine. But we're trying to give them tools and tactics to get them ahead and systems in place. Now, Maverick started his first business. This is actually his second business. He started his first business as a candy machine when he was seven years old. And, you know, all the things that we were learning in business as entrepreneurs, as adults, are really good skills and tactics just to be a great human. So like sales, that's good when you're talking to people. Like my kids are not nervous to talk to people. I remember this kid, uh, he lost his cell phone in the, at a football game. And he was like, this kid came over and said, Maverick, they just announced that they found a cell phone. It's mine. Can you go get it? And Maverick was like, yeah, it's your cell phone. Why, why wouldn't you go get it? He goes, I don't know how to talk to adults. And I'm like, what? Like, how do kids not know how to talk to adults? But I was very honored that they knew that Maverick would go talk to adults. He had no problem talking to adults because he had done sales before. And so all of these skills that we're learning aren't just making him be a good entrepreneur. They're making him be a good human. Like learning what your customer wants is important. I know that's more people, but learning what your customer wants is also learning about the world and what people want. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm long-winded. I love it, though. I love it because that's definitely something we've been inspired. We don't have kids yet, but we've been inspired by what you and Josh have done. And we've already discussed, you know, what's going to be the Maroni way of having a brand and a family brand and how we're going to go about it. And it's something that I know is a little bit different from marketing this week, but um, homework will will definitely be different as well. But I wanted to talk with Ashley about branding and your family because it it is important. It's important to keep these two pieces whole and keep them, you know, constantly working. You're not just working on the business, but you do have to work on your family as well. And there's marketing ways and branding ways to go about that, that really can inspire your children and inspire you as husband and wife to keep that moving forward. So I appreciate you giving so much awesome knowledge and kind of just explaining that journey to everyone today. Thank you. I want to add one last thing. I will tell you where branding fails. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But, (laughs) But When you start to instill these things in your kids, when you're having a hard day, they will remind you like, um, mom, Latimers don't do that. Latimers <laughs> do hard things. And so, so I have to say that it, it helps breed a culture even inside of yourself. When you start and lead your family in branding, it becomes, it just becomes the essence of who you are and it fills up your bucket too when you're having a hard day. So it it even helps you become a better you when your kids are branded. Branded, it sounds like a cow. <laughs> I love it though. Like, so much. I'm going to pass it off to Megan because she's going to chat a little bit about finances with you. So awesome. good. That was awesome. I, I actually had not connected those dots, but you've totally branded your family and not in the cow way in a very awesome way. <laughs> and I love that. That's so good. It was actually Maverick. So Maverick for our listeners, Maverick's the one that's behind the scenes and he's making us sound good and look good. And he's writing our show notes and every month he's helping 
he really launched this podcast after he wanted it for a year. And Maverick's 13. So he's pretty exceptional. Um, and it's a proper business. He's paid on a monthly retainer. And um, one day he was sharing his screen with us and his his uh, opening website was Do Hard Things. That was like his home screen for his Chromebook. It, very, very cool. So you and should be very proud, Ashley, of that remarkable son. And I, it sounds like you have four Thank more you. right behind him. So yes. And he even, he even, we let them pick out their own re- room themes when we moved to Texas and he wanted his to be do hard things. So he's got this huge poster of like our canvas of Einstein because Einstein did hard things. And like, so he, it really is inside of him. Hmm, I love that. Okay. So I kind of like to let our guests choose what they want to talk about. So I have a couple of ideas here. I'm going to read them off and then we'll let you choose which one is the most appealing to you. Um, okay. I, the first one I want to talk about is um, business as a family culture. So you already kind of hit on that with Tay, but we do talk to small business owners. We do talk to small business owners who probably are feeling a little bit lonely, maybe a little bit isolated. Like this is hard for them. Maybe it's not a shared experience with their spouse. Maybe they don't talk about it with their children. So I feel like you could help there and just you're very good about just talking about it and bringing the fun to talking about it. Um, We could talk about money as a family. So I have a feeling having been an entrepreneurial family for a very long time that you guys learned early how to talk about money with your kids. And if Maverick has already, and I've seen the post where he sold that candy business and where Josh made him go get, you know, all those no's and he made him walk in by himself. Like we can talk about, instilling those core values around money and budgets with your family. We could do that. Um, Actually, we could also talk about family budgets. So I always talk about money. And sometimes I feel like there's this disconnect when I'm talking to an entrepreneur about like, they, you know, they're kind of just dipping their hands in the, in the honey pot with the business regularly and me teaching them like, no, we've got to set a salary so that your family can always eat. Like you need to set a baseline so that you can budget around that. And then we can figure out where the gravy is. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling you've done that with your husband at some point. Yes. Um, also, I remember maybe it was in the, um, service moxie. He built like this revenue buddy, Uh, I feel like he's talked about money a lot and you guys probably talk about money. And then the last one, which is kind of a curveball is we should budget time. Like we budget money. And I have a feeling that if you guys have a Maverick Monday and a Finley Friday that you have figured out how to budget time as a family. So which of those makes your heart sing, which of those like gets you fired up. You've said you like to bring the fun, which of those sounds most fun to you today. Oh my goodness. Well, they all sound fun actually, but maybe I could tie all three together. No, I don't know if I'm that great or all of them together, but um, I guess I'll start with this. We talk about money all of the time. And I want to be the first to say that I am not a numbers person. I don't like to talk about money. I like to spend money, but my husband said that that's not the way to go. So, and um, in the beginning of the business, there was no money. (laughs) So we had to learn how to budget because we had to get through the winter because in Michigan, there was no window cleaning or pressure cleaning. So sometimes my husband had to get jobs. Sometimes we, it's been, it was crazy. So money has always been a focus of targets and knowing where you're at financially is very important. And if you are not doing that spouse, even if your spouse is not in the business, they need to know where you're going because as an entrepreneur spouse, speaking from experience, sometimes you aren't. Well, entrepreneurs are a little risky, okay? And if you're a not entrepreneur by 
personality, uh, it takes a lot. And so you feel like you're walking around blindfold, maybe drowning. You don't know where you're going, why you're going there. Like my, there was one time where my husband, I didn't know if we could go garage sailing because um, I told my mom, I said, I don't know if I can go garage sailing. I don't know where we're at with the money. And then I went and looked and we could have bought a house. I just didn't know where we were at and I didn't know where we were going. And I saw money come in and then money go out and it was just crazy. So now we talk about money all the time. And we also talk about it with our kids. We've been talking about money with our kids since they were very, very small. And we don't just talk about money. We talk about value creation. We also talk about like, you know, who put up the the telephone poles? Like there's a company that does that. Who changes the light bulbs? Who paints the sidewalks? My husband, my son, Tucker just started his own business doing curb painting. So, so, you know, we are, we're always looking at value creation. How did those people get that much money? Um, when you look in the past, in my childhood, I would look at rich people's houses and be like, dang, they're so lucky. But when we look at it as a Latimer now, we say, wow, I wonder what value they created. We're trying mm-hmm. to change and flip the script of man, they must have created a lot of value because we want our kids to know that making money is not luck. It's creating value and serving your customers at a very high level. Long-winded answer, but I'm still going somewhere. I promise. Um, So we are always teaching our kids about money. So we got them something called a green light card. Um, And they all have their own debit card with their face on it and they put their money on there. And so they know, like when we go to the store, if they're like, Hey, can I get this? I'm like, "Mm, did you bring your money? Because if it's not like underwear, no, I'm not buying it for you. (laughs) I mean, we do, our kids have toys and things like that, but, but if it's something extra, like yesterday, my son wanted to buy something. It was like this the weirdest toy ever. Are they not making the weirdest toys ever? And it was like this gold brick thing. And it could possibly one in 24 have a piece of gold in it. It didn't, but you had to like chisel it away. And I was like, I'm not buying you a fake gold brick that might have the possibility of gold. I said, did you bring your money? He was like, absolutely. And he whipped out his thing. And I was like, okay, was it, is it worth it? I don't know. He thought it was, he carried this little like gemstone thing around all day. He like loved it was not gold, but, but we give them a green light card. Um, we also use automate motivate, um, which is actually for employees. My husband created the software for that. And, um, we actually use it with our family. Um, so we are actually developing a software right now for families to use. And what we do is our kids don't get allowances. They do chores or different things. They create value for me as a mom and my husband. Um, they watch our girls, they get points. And so they get points and they can either redeem that for money and it goes right on their green light account, or they can get video game time because we don't do free screen time here. They have to buy their screen time. And so it kind of limits screen time. And it also teaches them that if you want to do certain things, you have to create value. Oh my gosh. I love it. There's Did like all the things. Yeah. I, I mean, I've got, I've got follow-up questions, but that was awesome. So there's almost like a Latimer family store. It sounds like. 
and it's living in a digital platform. And uh, I love how they're earning things. I love that nothing comes free. Um, I love that you have created a value ladder within your family. Like these chores are worth this many points or this much money. Um, is there a savings component in there? And is there a yep. philanthropy component in there? Like I think yep. that there are other values that we often see when it comes to money. So can you tell us a little bit about those? Yep. They actually have a give, a save, and a spend. So they have that. And then my, they help my husband on the green light. You can put where it goes. Mm-hmm. And so they can see what's available. And they're always reassessing of where they are at. Um, Maverick uh, Maverick has the green light, but then he also has his own bank account as well. So he has both. So he's managing both. But yes, there is a give, a save, and a spend. Tucker, my son Tucker, he... Um, they both have given to orphans and they also, um, Tucker loves animals. So he gives to the animal shelter a lot. He's just got a really soft spot for, um, animals, but yes. So there's a give, save and spend. And then, um, there was something else. Oh, and also a part of like our app and our virtual store is we really, um, we really value making your brain smarter. That's the best way I can put it for right now. And so we do like training videos, they can get points and they read books. If they read business books, they get points and stuff. So we, we pay our kids for business books if they want money, because that's just going to benefit them. We are trying to, if we want to get a certain result in out, we have to put a certain, certain stuff in. And so that's what we do. So we really, so that's part of our store is um, creating value inside the brain. (laughs) I know that Michelle is just going nuts over there and I know Martha is going nuts and I'm feeling badly because it's so good, but like I can just picture all the questions they want to say or comments they want to say. Um, so <laughs> that was really helpful. Um, you even touched on my time budget. I just am going to ask you to do one more though. Like as a family, how do you guys structure your time and budget your time? I feel like you're always saying Josh is gone or Josh is away or yeah. So how do you, how do you guys do that to prioritize family, especially as an entrepreneurial family? We had a wonderful guest on last week and he was talking about how his 16 year old son is still holding him accountable every day. Like dad, I, you're working too much dad. I need you. Like, so how do you guys juggle that as the Latimers? So we talk about business all the time. So like time budget is probably, I, I don't think it's our weakest area. I think it's just not what people would assume. And so when we are together, it is like intense. So we have these, like, we'll have these bursts of like long working weeks, and then we will do very intentional quality time. And so I feel like it's not necessarily a balanced time budget, but like they get their VIP day, which it's just them, like no cell phones. I get my date time. And then we kind of assess it as, you know, certain kids needs other things. Like we do movie nights and we do, we can kind of just feel when you start to feel the pressure of like, something's out of whack, something's not right here. Then we really are intentional about family. So we kind of oscillate in between like, what is the high priority? We're always going in between marriage, parenting, business, you know, we're trying to see like, where are the weak points and Oh, we need a little bit more time here. Or, Oh, Tucker might need a little bit. Tucker's my people person. And so he (laughs) needs a little bit more than his Tucker Tuesday. And so maybe it's time with me. Like he's the guy that goes out in public because he's a a people person. And so he goes out in public with me. So I don't know if we're great at budgeting our time, um, but we are very... 
You're but very we are, awesome. yes, we're very aware of it. Aware. And we're very intentional when we are together. We really value family dinner night. So that's maybe a time budget that we have. We, we really value um, our family dinners. It's been radically makes a difference. So awesome. So good. Well, thank you very much for being uh, honest and fun as usual. And as <laughs> Uh, Michelle, I'm going to pass her to you and systems. I'm so happy. First of all, it just dorks me out that there's all these systems in place because this makes me so happy. This is where my brain lives. Um, and so all of that stuff is awesome. Tell me how you can kind of, if you're a new family or an entrepreneur and you want to understand what systems to put in, do you have like a way in honor and fire? And maybe you could talk about honor and fire a little bit where maybe a new person that doesn't have any of this cool stuff happening in their business or their family can enter this sort of ecosphere. How can they find out about this stuff? Yes. Um, well, they can go to honorandfire.com. That would be the first okay. place. But, um, <laughs> but uh, we have these, we've developed these five stages that you kind of go through. Um, okay. And one of them is the foundation. It's like the foundation stones, the connection between you and your spouse, you and your business, you and your kids. Um, and then we have the frame, which is basically kind of like your identity. And those are mm. our identity systems that we have in place, like our branding, our logo, different things like that. Then we have um, the third thing is focus, like our targets. We are really into goal setting and becoming better humans, like Setting goals is a really important factor into moving the bar forward. And so Mm -hmm. we have systems in place for that. And then we have what we call the fuel, which is my favorite because it's the community (laughs) and the people that are in the same, you know, we're all in the same ocean trying to do, we're doing different things, but like we're all going in the same direction of entrepreneurship. And then we call the fire, which is the growth, how we're growing in different ways we can grow. But I would say if people are going to start out first, it's the foundation. Yeah. And it's the connection. Um, yeah. Oh man, am I going to cry? Do people cry? No, on this? They do. People do cry on this. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, being, mm, I've talked to a lot of, you know, in the industry that we've come out of is window cleaning, pressure cleaning. In the past, it's been mainly a male driven. Yeah. Um, on, you know, business. It's, it's usually male business. That doesn't mean it always is. And it's changing the dynamic. So I don't want any haters out there saying it's that look at, there's all these, like, I get it. I get it. But, um, I've had a lot of men come to me and say, Ashley, you're like the super unicorn who supports your husband so well. And I know that's what they see now, but that's not really true. I was, my alter ego is Nagatha Naggy Pants. I was such a <laughs> nagging wife. And they would say like, why can't you teach my wife to support me like you do? And Aww. that's not necessarily the truth. My husband and I have been on the brink of divorce in the past. And he's the one who implemented the system of like hyper communicate. Like, let's just tell each other the real truth. Like let's sit down and see where we're really at because no matter if it's true or not, it's how we're actually feeling. So it is true. Our perception is our reality and our truth Mm -hmm. that we're living through. (laughs) And, and there has also been, you know, the, the truth that women in the 
most women love safety and security, right? That's their, that's their, that's their go-to. And so these wives weren't feeling safe and secure because they're, they don't know how their babies are going to get fed and, and their husband's gone all the time and they feel like a single parent and they're feeling all of this stress and pressure. And they're thinking to themselves, is this worth it? And how long am I going to have to support you until this works? Because we've, I've met companies that, you know, they've been trying it for 10, 15 years and it's still not working. Those women are saints. Yeah. They should get a medal. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know if I would have lasted that long. So, so yeah. hyper communicate. And then my, my husband's, I don't know if I can say this, but my husband's favorite system is um, a purple unicorn because um, <laughs> that is, um, some special time between mom and dad. Um, (laughs) but that wasn't happening in the beginning stages of our business. And my husband sometimes says that I was using it as a weapon and he's right. (laughs) Um, because the truth of the matter is, is that when I don't feel safe or secure, that's one of my, my things. Um, my freak flag does not fly at all. It swindles and dies in a hole. I don't even know. It's just not good, right? I want to remind you that your son is going to audio edit this. Is that it's okay? It's fine. Unfortunately, he knows. He knows it all. (laughs) Not all, but not some. Most never earmuffs. No, but um. I don't even know where I was going with that. Oh, but my husband, his like love language is physical touch. So he was thinking like, man, you don't support me. And I'm like, dude, I'm like dying over here trying to support you. And so we just had to have more clear communication. And as the purple unicorns increased, we felt like we were more on a team. We kind of had a force field around us need a force field around our kids and like our businesses, like when everything is in line and in sync, it's not as hard. It's not hard to do business when you have a wingman, like no matter if your spouse is in the business or not, they're in the business because they're in the business of you. And so they are, they are a part of the business too. And so if things are out of line at home, guess what? It's going to show up in your business. Yeah. If your business is out of line, it's eventually going to show up in your family life. Like all of these things are interconnected. And I think in the past, people have done a really weird job of separating like, here's business, here's parenting, here's my marriage. And it's not like that in real life. It's a little bit messy and a little bit blended. And so systemizing it, communicating, making sure your foundation is right and that you have a wingman, that you are in this together, no matter your role, you're in this together. Yeah. And people can go on to honor and fire and get a free family checklist, right? They can check it out. They can see where they are in all of these areas currently so that they can kind of have a pulse check on what their, what their status is. Right. And then if they want to move the needle forward, they can enter into like a Facebook group and some other things. So I'm, I've taken it myself and I totally dorked out. We made a logo for our family. So I know personally, it's been really beneficial for us. And um, I I personally loved it. So I'm going to put that as my homework that people check that out. But what other systems or gold nuggets do you want to share before I pass you on to Martha? (laughs) So I will say this, that um, Honor and Fire, we've been working on some things in the background. And so something 
aren't even out yet. So if you okay. want to kind of know, like we're coming out with our new software, we have a new, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, girl, you tell them all the secrets, but we have this new Epic. It's Sounds like good. entrepreneur gold for your kids to inspire Ooh. them to change the world. That's okay. what I'm going to say. That's perfect. That's a great teaser and we will look for more. <laughs> yes. But um, if I were to say any systems, I, you know, you one, of the, one of my favorite systems, I'm going to tell you one of my favorite systems that okay. my husband did that a, a, a husband could do today. They could make this happen today. You know, during the hustle and bustle, when you feel like you're a single parent and you feel like you might want to die, even if you're, <laughs> even if the bank account's great. I mean, that's really, I'm being honest with my entrepreneur walk here. He instilled something called Queen's Day. And it was a few hmm. hours that he would implement like, on a Saturday, whenever he had available, he would actually put it in his calendar. So I would get Queen's Day. Now, this doesn't mean I just went to the grocery store. Like, that's not called Queen's Day. That's called everyday life. You should be able to go to the grocery <laughs> store without kids. Now, I've done many kid grocery stores shopping. But Queen's Day is where the entrepreneur spouse or even the entrepreneur, I don't care if you're an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur spouse, if you your, if your family owns a family business, you should have time to have adult thoughts, to not think yeah. about business, to get filled up. Because when we're, as a business owner, as a uh, married, someone married or parenting, you're pouring from a cup all the time. And if your cup is not full, that's where most conflict comes when you're pouring out of an empty cup and you got nothing left. Um, but when you get filled up and so he let me go on a queen's day, sometimes I would get my nails done. Sometimes I just have some coffee and think sometimes he would take the kids away and I would just you know, be chilling. Now I'm not saying that he doesn't like take the kids normally. He does, but it was a specially designed moment where I could get filled up and do whatever I wanted. Ooh, I love that. That's an easy one that everybody can do. That's awesome. Okay. Thank you so much, Ashley. I'm going to pass you over to Martha and she's going to talk about culture. So thank you. (laughs) Love it. It's funny because what I was going to talk to you about is what you and Michelle had a lot about. Um, for some odd reason, I can be on the phone um, and usually it's a male entrepreneur or I've been to conferences where like these people that I don't hardly know pull up a chair and are like, how can I get my wife to support me? And I'm thinking, I, I don't know. You know, I'm like, okay, I people, um, I didn't know I was in this kind of business, but uh, but I feel like you hit on that subject really well. So what I'd like to talk about is I know you all have to have a lot of people behind the scenes to move all the businesses that you run. And um, I there's no way that you don't have a great culture install in those systems. And so talk about that a little bit, because I would think that especially your businesses are a challenge because it's not like you're going into the service business office 
and seeing people on a regular basis. Though I feel like you have to work much harder when everybody's working remotely, um, which is the way a lot of us were forced to work. So help everybody out, Ashley. How do you, how do you maintain you, um, achieving the goals mm-hmm. as a team and keeping everybody's morale fed and so forth? Well, I would say that my husband is really good at casting vision and really clearly defining where we're going. And to be honest, uh, we have had employees that were not good. Mm -hmm. We've had employees that are great. And so I think sometimes employees get like a bad rap, but sometimes it's the leaders putting them in the wrong seat. And so we've had people in the wrong seat. But when people are in the right seat, it's unstoppable. And I feel like we are just really blessed with having really great partners and really great hires. Like there's a CEO now for Send Gym slash Service Moxie, and his name's Daniel Dixon. And like, I trust him so yeah, like that man has got a heart of gold and he knows exactly what he's doing. And my husband is just... I want to say that it's by chance, but it's not. My husband has really invested in a lot of the people that he knows and loves and likes and trusts. And so he has developed these relationships where it's not just business. It's like, we love these people and they love us. And they're part of this culture, like Brandon Vaughn with AGS and the conquer program. Like they're coming to our house tomorrow. And, um, but like my husband would die for Brandon and Brandon would probably take a bullet for my husband too. And so like, he's running that. And so it's just like this, it's like almost like the Avenger team. Like my husband pulled the Avengers together. I don't know which one he is. I don't know if he's Ant-Man. I want to think he's Thor, but I mean, <laughs> but, oh, <that's> good. <laughs> but like he has pulled this team together and um, you're right. We don't do it alone. One, one, I think, um, secret is, is that it's not just our employees. So like the way that we have branded our our kids and the culture we have created, like my kids, Tucker woke up this morning. He's like, oh yeah, you have that podcast today. And dad's got his call. Like, it's just part of our life. He's like, okay, I got the girls, which he must've missed one. But she came in here this morning, but, but like they help like when we went to the huge convention, Maverick was in charge of watching the kids while we were on stage and different things like that. So we really work well as a team, but the person that's the hidden, this is the hidden culture that you need to do on the extended end is our extended family. We're not entrepreneurs, but my husband has casted a really great vision on where we are going, why we are going there. Like the Latimer do hard things. My mom and dad will quote that. His mom and dad will quote that. They are always helping on the back end when things are stressed out or different things like that. Like we are going to Boise in a few weeks and his parents are coming down here to watch our kids. So they're like the unsung heroes of that. They're not employees and they're not direct family in our home, but they definitely help with where we are trying to go. But yeah, it's a team. It's a team. An Avengers team. I'm going to wrap up with, because it happens to all of us, when you get the wrong people in the wrong seat 
and you've identified that. First off, how can you help our viewers, listeners determine if it if it, they're really in the wrong seat or if you somehow have just not provided the right training or leadership or something like that? Well, there's a few different things. I dislike confrontation. Like my personality tests, when you take a personality test, I hate confrontation. Like I'm the person that's walking in the grocery store that a lady runs into me with her car and I apologize. I'm the one saying sorry, because I don't want to have a confrontation. So I am like not the person who cuts out the cancer, but I can identify that cutting out the cancer in your team is something you need to do quickly and effectively, like it needs to happen. So my husband is definitely that guy. But I would say that knowing who is in the right seat has a lot to do with personality, the way you're leading them, the way you're reassessing the vision. Like if they don't know where they're going or what their plan is, why would they do that? And so I'm the person who loves people and cries. Like I get more sad, I think, when an employee messes up. I'm like, Oh no, why'd you do that? No, 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 no. Like, but I do understand that having a good team, like one person can mess up everything. I remember my husband, um, he coaches a lot of people and he was coaching someone and someone had his whole staff had quit in one day. And he's like, what happened? I I don't know what happened. And some certain people. And I said, you need to find out there's one guy, there's one guy that created this anarchy. Like, and if you can't start identifying that one guy who's, you know, when things are off, that's when you need to reassess quickly. Mm -hmm. Like one bad day is okay. Two bad days, you better be investigating. Like there better be an investigation. And that's just the way you love people. I remember, I know I'm talking, 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 but (laughs) I kind of can feel out people. Like I have this like gift of discernment where like, I can feel if they're going to be a good fit or not. And sometimes my husband would overlook that. And so eventually I was like, Ooh, why'd you hire that guy? That guy's, mm-mm, so I don't want to be left alone with him. Like my, the creep flag is, is raisin. Like he's like, no, he's like, he's, he knows how to clean windows. He's great. He's great. Well, he's the guy that got caught stealing. Mm-hmm. And so he, so after that moment, my husband's like, you know what? I'm going to have you walk in on every interview after this. So any big hires, my husband would have me walk in and the way they treat the entrepreneur spouse is a very good indicator of if they're a great human or not, (laughs) to be honest. I mean, maybe it's not like the end all be all of great humanism, but, but I could tell within the first few minutes, like the way that they treated me, the way they talked to me, if they were crude, if they were rude, if they, you know, just, you can just tell a lot about people by the first time you meet them. We're just not always in the investigative mode. We're like, I think a lot of times people are in a, I need an employee. You're a warm body. I'll take you instead of like, Hmm, how how did you greet me? Are you friendly? Are you teachable? Like that's another thing too, is training your people, like expecting them to be mother Teresa when you haven't taught them what you wanted to do is just, it's very, um, missing. You're missing it. If you don't train people, if we don't rise up leaders, Mm -hmm. Because if you look around, the world's not doing it. So we got to do it within our companies to change the world. So nice. That's all I got. You helped me think of my homework. So there you go. Okay. 
All right. Thank you, Ashley. Well, I guess we'll transition over to some homework. Um, so with homework, everyone, it is where we are going to all give you homework. Ashley, you're totally open to give homework as well, if you would like. Um, so we'll kind of let you go last. So you have some time to think about um, what we're all going to put out there for homework. But we do ask you to just choose one. Just pick one piece of homework that's going to move your business forward this week or your family forward. We did talk a lot about family on this episode. So either one, if one of them sings to you, grab onto that piece of homework and make sure to drop any questions, any comments um, to check on the homework. It is all in our accountability group on Facebook. So we do have that for support as well. Um, but as marketing homework, what I would like to talk or like to have you guys do for homework is I know Michelle is going to talk about having you go to honor and fire. So when you do check that out, um, I would like you to think about core values as a family. What are things that are super important to you and your family, family structure and foundation that you can start to kind of mind map this week? Maybe just throw it on a whiteboard. If you have a mirror in your house that you can, you know, use some, dry erase markers on, just kind of start throwing words up there that mean something to you, to your husband, to your kids, to you as a wife or, you know, husband yourself. Think of those core words that mean something to you, start to compile that list and then kind of narrow it down to a few that really stand out as a family. Love it. Love it. So good. Um, and Ashley, we're going to let you hold your homework till the end, if that's okay. Uh, and so we'll come right back to you. For finance homework, I want you to have a courageous conversation with your family about money. And I need you to have it with at least one person. I know that can be super daunting and intimidating to have it with the whole family initially. If that's something you're not used to. That's something you can work towards. But let's start with having it with your spouse. I love when Ashley said that, you know, as an entrepreneurial spouse and as an entrepreneurial family, they had to be really transparent and they had to over-communicate, hyper-communicate is the word that she said about where they were going, what the vision was. Um, I'm, I'm still in tax season for six more days. And Jeff and I've had a lot of intense conversations about me working too much and me not easing it up. And so it might be your time budget. It might be your financial budget. Uh, Likes Accounting became uh, debt-free this tax season, which is a huge thing. And it's something that Jeff wouldn't have known had we not had those conversations where I'm like, yes, I know I'm working hard, but look at this cool thing I did. Like <laughs> we, did it. we became debt free in less than four years, you know, like, so having those conversations. So if you're not having with your spouse, start there. Um, if you are having with your spouse, choose a kid. Like we have our niece coming in a couple of weeks and we do this big road trip to bring her home to our home and she's got her little budget and we build it together. Like if you haven't had a budget, choose something to give a budget for, for your kids, maybe check out the green light card. I know that was three homework things. Just choose one, any of those, any of those will be fine. Wherever you are in your current journey, that's your finance homework this week. Yay. And your systems homework is to check out Honor and Fire. I'll put the link um, in our group and go and do the family systems checklist. It's a really good starting point for you to understand where your family is and what systems you could implement into your family to help not only your marriage, but your kids and your business all at one time. So it's a superpower that we should all be utilizing. And I will put the link in the group. So that's your systems homework. All right. And people homework. Um, Ashley mentioned that they developed a litmus test in the interview process where she would show up and it was kind of to see how that person interviewing would treat a female, a spouse, et cetera. And um, I 
I haven't used a litmus test in interviewing in a long time, um, but I used to way back when, and I knew of some people who did. Now, granted, hiring is really tough right now, so it may not be something you want to do right away, but you still want good people. So um, some examples of a litmus test are, you know, you could purposely have a $5 bill by where they're going to sit and see if they pick it up and put it, you know, give it to you. Um, because one, most likely they're not going to pocket the money right in front of you in an interview, but it's good to see what kind of human being they are. Are they just going to walk on it and sit down and not say anything? Um, I knew of somebody who tested kind of um, uh, more of their excitement about the job and like how conscientious they were. They purposely, I don't remember the exacts, but they purposely were vague about the door or how to enter to interview. And they purposely left it confusing because they wanted to see one, how the person's going to problem solve two how they're going to come in. Are they going to act all frustrated and ticked off that, you know, why didn't you make this easier? And so think about, it's all about your core values. What do you want to test? And think about how you can slide one of those tests into your interview process and see how they handle it. And uh, if nothing else, it's good entertainment. So uh, anyway, and now I'm going to hand it off to you, Ashley. Okay. So here is, this is for entrepreneurs, entrepreneur spouses. Okay. I want you to get a list and on the list. Oh, I have someone welcoming out. She's, she's back. But um, on the list, I want you to do a love side and a loathe side. And I want you to put everything you love about your business on the one side and then everything you loathe about your business on the other side. This is for the entrepreneur spouse, even if you're not in the business. And then I want you to do this out of the, the loathe list. I want you to either figure out what marketing you can do to fix the loathe, what kind of money maybe you need. Maybe you need more money to fix the loathe side. Maybe you need more systems or maybe you need right different people, better people. You know, you need to train your people. So all of the things that Fight Club for Business does, the four things, the marketing, the money, the systems and the people, figure out how you can fix that with the with those four things. You can fix your load list because you're in control of your business and you should love your business. You should love your clients. You should love the people that are your employees, your internal and your external customers. And so the main goal is to love your business and to have it serve you, your family and your marriage. So that's all I have. Good. That was a great one. <laughs> So good. So good. So our quote of the week, we always end Ashley with the quote of the week and it is honor one and help many. So I want everybody to go out and honor someone today because you're really going to help many in that process. Thank you all for joining us today on Fight Club. We had so much fun with you, Ashley. You're welcome back anytime. Oh, thank you. And so we, much. we love working with Maverick and we're so grateful for your family and for everything you're doing out there. So have a oh, great day, you. everybody. Yeah. 
Are we going to do an announcement? No, no, we can do a little announcement. Go ahead, Megan. Let's do a little teaser, please. We have been working behind the scenes. Oh, hello. (laughs) We have been working behind the scenes on our fall retreat for 2021. So we will be having our fall retreat for Fight Club for Business. Our annual retreat last year was in Breckenridge. This year, I think Michelle might have some hints a little later about where it's going to be. But we have been working really hard. It's going to be in October. And we are going to be sharing more about that over the next coming weeks. That yep, that's say. perfect. We will be dropping some hints and letting people know how to get prepared to see us all in person. So exciting times. Thanks again, Ashley. Have a great day and everybody keep fighting for your business. And thank you for joining us. Have a great one. Next week. Yay. Sounds good. Okay. See ya. Bye-bye. Connect with Fight Club for Business. Join our Facebook group where we have weekly homework, accountabilities, and an awesome community to help you fight for your business. Facebook.com slash Fight Club for, as in the number four, business. Fight Club for Business.